0: Yes,
1: episode of video games the movie the podcast uh this month we're talking about hardcore henry uh a movie that is not based directly on a video game but instead draws from the genres for inspiration uh i'm your host dan and i'm maxi uh oh wait i probably should have saved that after oh anyways uh So, Hardcore Henry. uh, Very enjoyable action film. Uh, Let's see. Actually, right. uh, What games have you been playing this month? Uh, Played a lot of the new Saints Row. Yeah, I also played it. It was... You know, I think it was... It's kind of a... I'd give it an 8 out of 10, like... It, I understand why a lot of people are upset with it, but, like, I don't think it's that bad.
0: Uh, I, I kind of don't. Like, I, I also agree it was an 8 out of 10, but also I feel like... I I would argue most of the Saints Row games mm-hmm. are, like, 8 out of 10. This is and true. And they're fun 8 out of 10s, but, like... Yeah.
1: You uh, know, I'm,
0: I'm not coming to them expecting a masterpiece or anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think of, like, so, some of these complaints I don't really care about. Some of them I under—I guess I get where they're coming from. Like I've seen people say, "Oh, there's not as much stuff you can do," which fair enough. Uh, I, it's glitchy. I don't really know if that's true. Like,
0: hmm. I, I, I think I'm they're talking think about
1: stuff like. The stuff that isn't, like, full-on activities, but, like, little side things you can do.
0: Oh, where it's, like, it measures if you, uh, surf on a dashboard or whatever?
1: Yeah, or, like, robbing people or banks or what have you. Uh, Okay, that's fair, I guess. Uh, the glitches, you know, every Saints Row game is glitchy, you know? It's... I do feel like this one was
0: more prominently glitchy, but also it was usually not, like, mm-hmm. such an issue. Yeah. I'd just, like, restart the game, and it would be fun. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, I... Oh, overall, though, I, I thought it was all right. Uh, very solid, solid gameplay. Amazing customization. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good map. I, I think this is, like... Like, Stillwater from Saints Row 2 is, like, one of my all-time favorite uh, open-world maps, and... I think this sort of has a similar angle of, like, every area feels different from everywhere else.
0: Like,
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: And I know that Steelport, it wasn't bad, but it felt a bit samey sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this feels like there's a lot more uh, character to each neighborhood, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, you've got this, you've got, like, the whole, you've got, like, Old Wild West Town. You've got, like, this more sort of industrial area. You've got uh, mm-hmm. some more metropolitan areas. You've got a, like, little college district. I thought that was a neat area. Uh, yes. And
0: I, I really like uh, just drifting through the desert as oh, well. Oh, yeah, the
1: desert's pretty good. With um, all the little Route 66 landmarks and mm-hmm, stuff? Mm-hmm, uh, uh The gunplay, pretty solid. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't have much to say... For or against it, the weapon customization is really cool. Uh, there, one thing I am wondering—maybe I just didn't find it—but I remember in the promotional material from several months ago, there was like a cosmetic weapon that was based on like the the king, a Kingdom Hearts Keyblade. But it—I couldn't find it in the game. I wonder if it's there, I... or if I missed it, or if they had to get it removed or something.
0: I don't know. I, I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Yeah, I I swear... To God, I heard about this. Uh, let's see. Saints... Rose. Well, anyways. Uh, other games I've been playing. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. I played all of Cult of the Lamb. That is a really fun little game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's... I definitely say... I. Like, aesthetically, the, like, mix of, like, religious and cutesy and gross-out imagery is very re- reminiscent of uh, Binding of Isaac, but mechanically, I'd say it's closer to Hades. I um, can see that. Uh, there's, uh, there's some really cool, like, stuff going on with it. I love all the, the follower stuff. I love that you, like, I would say at times, I would say off in my experience the uh cult management stuff like is like the key stuff more than like just uh doing roguelike stuff i it's fun uh, yeah
0: I, I i enjoyed it too the only thing i would say is like i feel like each half of the gameplay is a little thin but also i don't think that's the mm-hmm. end of the world because yeah. you you still get a fair amount out of it i think it's uh i think it's fun time
1: mm-hmm uh, while I was talking about that, I did find out that the Keyblade is in the game, I just didn't find it then. Well. RIP. Alright, uh. Oh yeah, wow, there are some really fun hidden stuff in here. I'm just looking at the list. But uh. Did
0: you find the uh, the boxing gloves on oh, springs? Oh,
1: the boxing gloves on springs. It is, it's not, it's, that is like some real novelty weapon stuff. I don't really use it that much, but it is a goofy idea that I love. Uh, Honestly,
0: it, it works pretty well and mm-hmm. it's
1: fun. Yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, some other little things. We got the uh we, there's like a hoverboard somewhere. It says there it says here there's like a there's like a piñata launcher. Uh, mhm. Uh the the keyblade looks really it's it's a little basic, but it's 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 so very keyblade. It's like it's just got like the little fleur de lis where the like uh, key spokes w- would go. Uh, uh, I love that about it. Uh, there's let's say anyways. Back to Cult of the Lamb though. It's a uh, it's it's a good it's a neat game. Uh, very solid indie performance. Uh, I'd say probably uh, it's. It's I think it accomplishes what it sets out to do, and that's amazing about it. Uh mm-hmm. uh That went backwards, but anyways. Uh uh So what else have I been playing? I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh I'm nearly done with uh the Shadowbringers expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh it, I gotta say, I understand why people say it's the best part of Final Fantasy XIV. It's... It... Like... Not to get too into detail, but it is sort of like... It's like a sort of dark world, light world story, except... Instead of... It's like... You're... Instead of going to a dark world, you're going to a light world, but, like, the light is bad. It's... It's great. Uh, I dig that. Uh... Let's see. There's... What else have I... There was something else I played. Oh! Oh! I played a little bit of Sucker for Love. I'm not really a horror game person, so I just only played a little bit. But I gotta say, it's it's a fun concept. I think it uh, does not shy away from the horror as much as I initially thought it would uh, to uh, great effect. Uh, I think it definitely draws from, like, the both, like, uh, the concept of, like, bad ends in uh, visual novels as well as, like, just... The horror aspects of visual novels, it's it, it's neat. It's neat. Uh, if you can handle, like, scary stuff, I'd, I'd recommend it. Uh, let's see. I think that's everything for me. Uh, you been playing anything else? Uh, that's pretty much
0: it, but I started uh, working on a video game Ooh, the other day. Neat. I think
1: I saw you tweet uh, about that.
0: Yeah, I downloaded Godot, which mm-hmm. is um, a really neat little engine. It has some uh, interesting features with, like, built-in types of object and arranging them in a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of, like, Flash with Actron script, but... I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, the right word. It's, it's a lot more intuitive to me yeah. than Flash ever was, and I think part of that is I have more programming experience now, and part of that is... Action script was a shit ass language And I hated it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh but I'm really enjoying Tooling around with Godot I haven't made anything like that interesting yet I'm just kind of like trying to get a Basic system together but it's been fun Alright alright
1: Uh what else have I been Let's see I think that's it for Video games Uh Hardcore Henry I don't Really so I think over time I've sort of like skimmed out On the uh movie history stuff, but I will note number one, this uh, movie was filmed with like uh, just a guy with a GoPro strapped to his head. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was some... I think the exact specifications are a little different. It, there's some great photos of like uh, shots from filming where they... Where, this guy's got this weird head camera rig. Uh, there's uh uh the other thing I know about this is there was crossover with Payday 2. Uh in Payday 2 this mo- uh Payday 2 ugh. Payday 2 had some promotional stuff uh in that tied in with this game. Uh it had With this movie. Yeah, this movie, sorry. <laughs> uh but this it had a it had like a whole mission map uh, it added some like fun NPCs uh, you could play as Jimmy specifically Coke Jimmy uh, I've seen people say like they wish they could have played as the other Jimmys in Payday 2 but Coke Jimmy's alright I think in Payday 2 mm-hmm. at least uh, uh, so I think that's, that's enough preamble uh, let's get into this movie Absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, So, we open up on... It is uh, some kids in an alleyway. They're tossing around this weird little machine before they ultimately break it against a wall. Uh, And they're chased away by uh, an adult man. He looks like he's a mechanic or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out this is Henry's father. Mm -hmm. He crouches down. He faces the camera. uh, And he calls henry a little pussy and that is the intro mm-hmm. we we immediately go from that
1: into honestly like an
0: incredibly stylish
1: opening oh yeah sequence. it rules it's like slow motion like acts of violence set to mm-hmm. red and like this like really neat uh i think it was like a sort of jazzy tune if i'm remembering right the vibe it gave me was um it was
0: like if James Bond were a lot grimier mm-hmm. but it still had that kind of opening you know what I mean yeah yeah uh, you, you get you get all, you get all these close up shots of like people being punched in slow motion somebody like unloading and reloading
1: a gun mm-hmm. someone getting like shot uh, yeah it's it's really cool uh, we then cut to uh, our hero. In somewhere red, he's in like a tube. Uh, we we should clarify. Mm-hmm. One of the things
0: about this movie is the entire thing is shot first person point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not like seeing him externally; we are like in this red vat or whatever with him.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's a it's really cool. It's I think they made made the most out of their gimmick. It uh, I guess. The video game I would most compare it to, which I don't think had even come out at this point, was, like, Doom 2016, where, like, you're just, like, it starts with you, like, coming out of this, like, uh, this, like, weird, uh, ceremonial coffin. Mm -hmm. Uh... So... It gets... So, the tank gets drained. He's, like, pulled out by, uh, uh, a woman, uh... Her name is Estelle. She tells Henry that she's his wife. Uh, he he's like he gets uh, he's missing an arm and a leg, uh, mm-hmm. and he gets like new cyber versions grafted onto him. There, there's this really
0: cool like <laughs> ceiling mounted robot mm-hmm. she uses to help install them and like do diagnostics. It's yeah, really cool. Yeah, he
1: let we immediately get an idea of how powerful he is by. Him just crushing an apple with his bare cyber arm, proving that he's hot shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he doesn't remember anything. He he's just going off of what Estelle's telling him. He gets like a jumpsuit. He gets a wedding ring. Uh, let's see. He he is led by Estelle into a room where we get some dudes rocking. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a guy named Robbie here. Uh, he's getting told he can pick out a voice. Uh, yeah, and they they have a few impersonations briefly. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it, it's a it's a brief joke scene, but then um, he doesn't actually set up Henry with a functional voice synthesizer before the lights go dark because there's like a security breach. Mm-hmm. Um, these these men with guns storm in. They kill Robbie on the spot. Uh, We see their leader, a man with white hair. I wasn't clear on whether his name was, like, Akan or Akan. They sort of
1: pronounced it both ways, mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah, I think... I... I think I mostly just internalized it as Uh, Akan. It might just be, like, certain characters having certain accents. Like... Yeah. Like, uh, my name definitely sounds different when pronounced in another accent. Uh... Uh, so... Uh... Uh, he tells Henry that he fucked his wife. Uh, he he gets out a pair of scissors and is just like playing around with them as he's intimidating the the three of them. Uh, uh, he we he demonstrates his powers of telekinesis. Uh, he like slices up the other guy there named Timothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like this,
0: this whole scene. What struck me, mm-hmm. um this the lighting is still dark but it's like pulsing mm-hmm. uh, it's red and then it's blue and then it's red and it's blue it fe- it feels a little excessive after a while which right. is a complaint i'm going to have a-
1: about this movie a few times but yeah, i a- do think it's sorry go on no no i think you're right it's it's it especially in like the earlier parts of the movie it really revels in like the how hard everything feels
0: yeah But that being said, I do think it's evocative, and it's not really an effect I've seen used a lot in movies or in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it does make it very striking. Yeah. Um, So Estelle... Akan is, like, tormenting Henry for a bit, and then Estelle sets off a small bomb, um, which distracts those guys long enough for her and Henry to make a break for it. Uh, There's this very cool bit where they go through a vent and start, like, crawling underneath the floor. And it kind of reminded me of that one scene in Doom with, like, the shafts of light from the window to the outside. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, there's a grill in the floor which has holes in it. So, like, you see these little pinpricks of light as they're crawling through.
1: Yeah. Uh, They they get, like, led through this room full of, like, other dead... Other, just a bunch of dead bodies that she explains are going to be also made into, like, cyber super soldiers like Henry. Uh, Mm. and Henry tries to escape, but we get this really good bit where he just opens it up, and uh, it's just a vast void. They are somewhere, like, above the clouds. He nearly falls out, but gets let up, uh, Mm. or gets picked up by Estelle, uh, they go to these escape pods. One of the scientists escapes before him. Uh, and, like, Henry's going to try to, like, get Estelle in with him. Uh, he manages to do it. It's great. Uh, he, uh, And uh, they then, like, gets They, like, activate this escape pod and they fly down. Uh, they're just... It's really, like, rough. It's, like, going through uh, just all the clouds and, like, the... It lands in the city. Uh, It seems to be somewhere in Russia. Uh,
0: I think this is, like, one of the best scenes in the movie. mm -hmm. Like, this whole opening sequence, very strong, but the bit where they are, like, falling through the sky and, like, they pass through Mm -hmm. these clouds, it really makes the first-person gimmick shine.
1: Yeah, it fucking rules. Uh, uh, He just... And then we get, like, this hard landing as he, like, tumbles out. Uh, He's, like in the middle of a highway on a bridge. Uh, he landed on another car. Uh, he, he finds a cell, picks her up, is, like, t- trying to find somewhere to take her. But then we get this black van with a red stripe, which, as we will find throughout the film, are, like, the, uh, the vans the mercenaries use. And uh, a band of mercenaries sort of, like, come to him. Uh, they, uh, he's, the leader of the mercs is, like, calling them a calling him a fucker. Uh, And Henry tries to fight, but immediately, like, gets his ass kicked and, like, has Mm -hmm. to start running. Uh, He falls over a bridge. He, like... He, like... There's this really good bit where, like, he's trying to find a place to hide. He finds, like, this car in a shipping container. In a shipping container, yeah. Uh, And... Uh, and
0: (laughs) He breaks the windshield wiper off of it, mm-hmm. and when one of the uh one of Aken Aiken's men enters the shipping container, he just uses it to stab him and steal his gun.
1: Yeah. Uh it it's so fucking good. Uh uh he keeps like wandering around and uh he ends up getting rescued by this guy uh who is like, Hey, Hey, you're the guy I'm looking for. Uh, and this man, very distinctly Cockney, uh, unlike all of the other sort of more, more Russian people or Estelle who has an American accent, uh, mm-hmm. he tries to talk to Henry but he finds out he doesn't even have a voice box. Uh, and then, uh, he like gets him into like a, his uh, car, he shows him, he's this scientist guy, uh, his name's Jimmy, uh, mm-hmm. He tells him to, like, he gives him this battery and explains, you're a cyborg, you run on battery power now. You need power, you need to find a guy to, uh, get more power from. Because you only got, like, half an hour tops. Uh, Yep. I I like this, uh, comic
0: relief scene they have, mm -hmm. where he just gives Henry this... (laughs) massive tangle of wires attached to a diagnostic tool mm-hmm. uh, and while Henry is trying to entangle it he's like so how's your marriage going and Henry just like you know the little hand waggle you mm-hmm. do for like yeah so-so yeah yeah, yeah it, it's great honestly you de- you described this movie as an action movie earlier and I don't think that's wrong but I would go so far as to say that this is an action comedy yeah yeah uh, there, there are a lot of comedic elements, and I think that sometimes those are the best part of this film.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they get held up by, uh, the police, and, uh, Jimmy, like, tries to, like, bribe the guy to, like, let him go, but it completely fails. Uh, they, mm-hmm. the cops, like, shoot him, and he has to, like, fucking just drive out, uh, and it just immediately, like, crashes. Or... His head gets just straight up blown off Yes, his head explodes This man is dead uh, uh, The car stops Henry, like, blacks out Comes to uh, He, he like, crawls out of the car They crash into another one There's, like, a whole bunch of rubberneckers here Trying to figure out what's going on uh, And Henry just comes out bloody And then uh, the cops are here So he's gotta run uh, mm-hmm. He he goes through, like, this little underground tunnel with some shops
0: in it. Yeah. And there is <laughs> this extremely good bit where there's this pounding electronic chase music, uh, but every so often he, like, runs into somebody or he, like, pops into a store to see if it's a good place to hide, uh, and the music just cuts out and kills the tension. Yeah, it's great. Uh, he... Uh, and eventually he, like, gets a change of clothes... Uh, he comes back out, the cops are there, he manages to kill them, only to get chased by more
1: officers as he's leaving the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, he has to shoot down these guys, he's gotta fucking run. There's this, I, is this the part where, like, he has to just, oh yeah, yeah, this is the part. He, like, has to escape by, like, jumping up a ramp, uh, mm-hmm. that's, like, leading down, uh, it's it's fucking awesome. He gets on a bus, the uh and then like the tension stops again as he's just mm-hmm. on this bus. Uh there's uh this homeless man comes up to him and it's it's Jimmy. He's here and he's alive again somehow. Uh mm-hmm. he tells him that he's got to he's got to find and take out this guy named uh, Slick Dimitri. I-, I think that's his name, right?
0: Yeah, it's Slick Dimitri. He also has a prosthetic part that Henry can use to sort of get him recharged. Also, he rips a tracking chip out of Henry's
1: arm, which is a pair of pliers. Yeah, it's fucking raw. It's uh, incredible. Uh...
0: But but then, uh, homeless Jimmy, he gets distracted because he sees a man walking outside. He opens the window of the bus because he's like that has got to be the gayest jacket I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he shouts in Russian, great jacket. Where can I get one? (laughs) Uh, so Jimmy homosexual cannon. Yes. Um, and then he gets killed by a flamethrower.
1: Yeah. He, the, this, this guy, he's a flamethrower guy. He sets fire to, uh, the bus, uh, Henry's got to like run out there. He gets a, he gets his hands on a gun. Thankfully, uh,
0: he also just steals somebody's bottle of water to put himself out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, uh, so and and then he he's like running through this public park. Yeah, um, he he gets another change of clothes because he sees that there are some people who were swimming and they just left theirs by the side of a pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple like Gopniks get in his grill. Yeah. Uh, And he just beats them up Mm, It's great And keeps running There is a significant portion of this movie Which is just Henry ruining people's days Because they happen
1: to be in the way
0: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, He gets to his destination Which is like this Fancy hotel Uh, uh, The Mercs have already Beaten him to it uh, So he's gotta like find a way around He like does some parkour Uh, and there's this really good bit where he's, like, climbing up a ledge, and since it's in first person, you see him looking down, uh, and just, like, crawling up all these, like, bits of, like, decoration, uh, Mm -hmm. and... It's very cool. mm -hmm, He, like, comes into this apartment, or whatever, and he just, like, passes by this couple, uh, uh, he... He has to, like, keep sneaking through this, like, building. Uh, and he sneaks until he just runs into, uh, four men in suits and has to completely go loud. Uh... Yeah. He, he like, ends up, um... I know he ends up in an elevator
0: at some point mm-hmm. and just, like... Yeah. Kills everybody in there.
1: Yeah. Like... Like, that's exactly, like, ruins his stealth mission. Uh... Mm-hmm. He eventually finds slick dimitri who
0: can I can I mm-hmm. say i I really love the whole sequence with him entering dimitri's apartment yeah it's like it, there's this soft artsy red lighting it seems like there's smoke in the room it feels like a nightclub almost mm-hmm. more than an apartment and then there's like this weird little server room right yeah. off the hallway um see so yeah, where he finds dimitri he's like in this side room and I didn't realize this was him at first because he's just like Sitting there, motionless, and I thought, this, this is this, like, a mannequin? Is this
1: a corpse? What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, poking it, trying to, trying to get him to move, and Dimitri just completely gets the drop on him. It's great. Uh, like he- Specifically, like, Estelle pops up on a
0: television screen, mm-hmm. and, like, g- g- <laughs> she gives him a uh, mission briefing. Mm-hmm. And then when he looks away, uh-oh, Dimitri's gone, and behind him.
1: Yeah. This this is a trick you, you pull in an FPS. It's great. 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he has, like, this shootout in the server room. Uh, he, like... He, he's eventually, he's able to take out Dimitri. Uh, uh, he, like... He, like, has to do more park. Oh, yeah. Here's where... Here's my notes. Here's my notes. Uh, He... He has to chase, like, after Dimitri, uh, and he does, like, mm. this parkour thing. He sees, like, Dimitri jump out, jump down, like, a bungee cable, and he's, and just calling him a pussy as he goes down. Uh, it's, it's a great bit. Uh, he has to, like, go down another one. He falls into some garbage. Like, people mm. are freaking out. Uh, and then he does his parkour chase. Uh,
0: yeah, th- this one this one goes for a while, and it interests me because there's a few cuts that feel a little weird here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like they were bridging a lot of time and distance, but they didn't actually feel like they were breaking up the scene. Right. Um, and part of me is wondering, like, I don't know how much of this movie was filmed on sets versus how much we're just like, oh, we'll, we'll block off a few streets in Russia where we have permission to film. Mm-hmm. Um, so... For all I know, this was sort of a compromise. Like, we want to get these set pieces in. This is the best we can do with the script and right. with where they are geographically
1: relative to each other. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, he, like, chases Dimitri through a very large amount of city. Uh, mm-hmm. He And eventually, uh, he... Uh, he, like... He, he, like, corners Dimitri and Dimitri's saying, hey, I can tell you something really important about the man who sent you here. And then he immediately gets blasted in the head uh, mm-hmm. uh, by, like, some mercs. I think by some mercs. Uh, or- yeah,
0: they're they're definitely working for A-CAN. Yeah. And I remember um, <laughs> Henry, like, drags his corpse into a relatively safe spot just mm-hmm. so he can tear him open and take the part he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, And then after that, he ends up rendezvousing with Jimmy in, like, a strip club or a brothel or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We we get more stark red lighting. Um, He's starting to lose power and, like, glitch out by the time he actually catches up with Jimmy, who is getting insanely high. Yes.
1: He is doing an insane amount of cocaine. Uh, There's also, like, a bit where he's going into the club and... Jimmy tells him to knock on the knocker. It's a it's a fucking door knocker shaped like a boob. Uh, mm-hmm. but anyways, like, Jimmy is like, Oh, hey, uh, I'm, I've been doing all sorts of shit with these women. Uh, let me, let me, here, here, let me deal with this. Uh, uh, he, uh, he's like, he's like trying to do like surgery stuff on him, uh, He's he's like freaking out. He's like, I'm in no condition to do this. Uh, the girls mm-hmm. are like helping him out, and he gets like the yeah. The girls are trying to help him out. <laughs> they're doing but their I best. They're,
0: they're just kind of like doing foreplay at him and hoping that works. Yeah. Um, and this is an interesting sequence, I think, because mm-hmm. it's intercut with um some shots of Henry making love with Estelle. Yeah, you know, yeah. Me- memories of that from the past. Mm-hmm. Um and then once that sequence is over we get another like great moment in this movie which i i think this is honestly i don't i didn't think a huge amount of it in, at the time but in retrospect i think this is one of the best parts of the movie mm-hmm. because jimmy now comes back into the room he's cleaned up he's in a new outfit seemingly with a new persona he's like got his shit together and he's able to fix henry up mm-hmm. um then he gets a call and it tells him Akan's men are at the brothel. He says he can't let them see him like this. He leaves through the door again, and then on the other side of the room, <laughs> Cocaine Jimmy shows up, grabs a gun, and runs off to fight. Yeah,
1: it's great. Uh uh He uh Henry has to like get his own gun. Uh he like mm-hmm. pulls open a drawer and it's full of dildos. Uh, it's, it's the lower drawer. Yeah, it's the lower drawer, that's the gun drawer. Uh, uh, he meets this, uh, we get this whole like club shootout sequence where he's like, he, he, there's like a really good bit where, uh, Jimmy's like running in, he, just, uh, he's got a molotov and he says, the floor is fucking lava! And he's about to throw it but he finds out that Henry already took out all the guys. Uh, so he just has to deal with that. Uh, uh, he meets this lady, this cool lady with a gun named Katya. Uh, uh, he runs into Akan, who, uh, is murdering a client who is apparently cheating on his wife by going here. Uh, uh, then he, like, he's, like doing a fucking he's doing some he, he monologues yeah he, he doesn't he
0: he, he 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 gets he gets henry in a telekinesis hold just to monologue at him mm-hmm. which is pretty good yeah um and then he like hurls him through a ventilation shaft to the parking garage
1: yeah uh, uh
0: f- and jimmy's corpse comes after him
1: yeah it's it's a great uh from there he uh he finds another Jimmy. This one is like got a sort of like him- hippie persona. Uh, mm-hmm. He ha- he does this whole bit with like this uh, guy who's bleeding out. Where uh, he like he's got his he's got his joint. He gives the uh, guy some weed, uh, and he has like this whole thing about now. Do you want uh, my spirit or my ego? And he's like showing off er, higher self, higher self or ego, uh, and. Uh, Like he shows off his ego Which is just him shooting the guy And he's like okay now do you want Higher self? Points to the spliff uh, Or ego? Points to the gun Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, But uh, He finds out that Akan's convoy is gonna take uh, Estelle to his base uh, And Then they like run into uh, Katya And This other girl who has a gun, uh, or no, she has a fucking katana. That's, that's right. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, and they have to go go on motorcycle to, uh, Jimmy's compound. Uh, before they leave, mm
0: -hmm. uh, one of the best jokes in the movie happens, Mm -hmm. which is Jimmy is in this argument with these two girls and like, it gets frantic and they're all talking over each other in Russian. So it's subtitled, and the subtitles just start overlapping until oh, they're completely incomprehensible. That's
1: so good, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I Honestly, in general, I'm a sucker for gags like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There,
1: uh, you ever watch uh, the third Austin Powers movie? No, I I, I haven't. I've uh, only seen the first one. I'll, uh, that's,
0: no, 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 <laughs> that's for the best. Yeah, the second one is yeah. bad, and the third one is awful. But... There's this one really good joke in the third one, Mm -hmm. uh, where, where they are talking to a man, uh, and he's speaking a foreign language, I want to say Japanese, and it's subtitled, but the subtitles are stark white, and there are several, like, white objects in the room, Mm -hmm. so they keep, they keep looking like he's saying rude things, and, like, Austin and, um, foxy you're like, craning their necks around to try and see what he's actually saying. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's really good.
0: I, I I think that might be the only good joke in that movie, if I remember correctly.
1: I fully believe that. Uh, so, Henry uh, gets to do a turret section. Uh, yes! This is so fucking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, he, he gets... He, like, finds out there's a minigun in the sidecar, and he's got to, like gunned down these, like, vans, uh, and uh, he after a while, like, uh, he, like, starts jumping onto vans uh, and fighting guys through them. They go, th- they go through a set of open van doors, which is fucking sick. Yeah,
0: and they just, like, drive through the front of the van. hmm hmm uh, Now, I-, I will say, I do think this sequence is very good, but I think at this point... My enthusiasm for the movie as a whole was starting to flag a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think the main thing is, uh, it, it's definitely a movie with a fairly thin plot, and yeah. I don't think it—I I don't necessarily have a problem with that conceptually, but I do feel like um, it, it, after a while, it feels like a lot of dessert and not enough dinner. Right? You know what I mean? Right. Like there, you, you get there's, numb there's to no it. meat. It, yeah, it's a little overstimulating. Um, there, it's still good. It just sort of like. It wears me out after a while.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think I ended up, like, watching it in, like, multiple bursts, which is probably for the best if you're watching this movie on your own. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I think, honestly, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Uh. uh so, uh, Henry gets into the main truck where it, it's, like, it's, like, an Intel van. He, like, takes out some guys dealing with computers. Uh, and he mm-hmm. runs into, uh... Uh, it's at this point that I... I always forget her name at this point. Uh, Estelle. Estelle. He finds Estelle in, like, this room. She's in, like, this little prison cell, and it's, like, really... It's this really good shot, because it, like, feels very otherworldly. Uh, like... The, like, he's just... Like, he's just somewhere else. Uh, he... But he gets a cell out. He like punches straight through the glass uh uh barrier. Uh mm-hmm. and uh they're having a moment, uh, when Akan shows up on another screen to fucking insult them. Uh and and then he like shows up in person too.
0: Yeah, it's great. He's uh and he he has a baseball bat to beat Henry up mm-hmm. with and he has he has this really great line, I It really... It stuck with me. Uh, He talks about how... Each year... 100,000 baseball bats are sold in Russia. And at most... 50
1: baseballs. Mm Mm-hmm. Very evocative. Yeah. Uh... And... Uh... So... Uh... He fucking... Uh... What happens next? Okay, uh... So... He monologues... Uh... I fucking love that line, yeah. Uh, So, uh, hang on a second. I should cut this a little bit out where I'm figuring out what happens next. Uh, That's fine. So, he, he like, gets smacked in the face with this bat, I think. uh, And uh, he gets a flashback to the boys from the beginning of the movie... Uh, -hmm. he he gets the whole you little pussy thing again, uh, and he wakes up having, he, been buried in a shallow grave. Uh Uh-huh. And
0: I really love this shot mm -hmm. because, so the implication here is that his eye was knocked out of alignment by getting beat up by Mm Akan, so... Instead of having the one first-person shot, we have two next to each other, and one has been rotated. Yeah,
1: it's it's a cool move. I like it. Uh, I, I know there's, like, a name for this, but I don't recall exactly. Usually it's not... I think usually it's just done to, like, uh, put stuff in the foreground. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know the name, though. But he gets rescued by uh, Jimmy, and... I don't know if this is Katya or the other girl. I think this is the other girl. I don't think she gets a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jimmy explains to uh, this girl that she that he's got like a memory blocker. They have some romantic moments. They're smoking weed and they've got flowers. Uh, and then uh, uh, he like comes to. He sees like Jimmy and this woman making out by a river, uh, and, uh, he's, like, uh, he's, like, recovered, uh, Jimmy, uh, tells him to walk with him, uh, Henry is, like, about to, but then, like, the girl beckons over to him, and he turns away for a second, and then sees Jimmy get blown up by a mortar, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: And then a fucking tank shows up.
1: A fucking tank shows up, and it's just... It plows straight through them. Henry, like, jumps on top of it. Uh, This is some Metal Gear Rising Yeah, this is... He takes the katana and just, like, shoves it into the turret. Mm Mm-hmm. This is... This is... This is literally just making me think of the bit from, like, MGS4 where... Snake tells Otakon about how he took out a tank in MGS One, and Oticon tells him that's supposed to be literally impossible, uh, and then calls him the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, God, they're so gay. Mm-hmm. They they are the gayest men in uh, video game history. I, I gotta say. Uh, uh, but anyways, he like has to take out this tank by like just going in and like slicing through openings and taking out the crew he like throws a grenade into a hatch i think uh uh and uh he of course he can't like do anything about it but about the tank so it's just there on the stopped uh and then he like sees a fucking helicopter he shoots the guys going down he, like, grabs onto one of the ropes, but gets cut down eventually. There's this great bit of him just falling, uh, like, a hundred feet in the air to, into, like, a river or something. Uh, this is, next is another really good joke, uh, which is, like, he finds a horse, and he's, like, up trying to get on it, and it's playing, like, this, uh, fucking, uh, uh, cartoon western music uh mm-hmm. and he's about to get on and then it just fucking knocks him off and runs away so he has to go mm-hmm. by foot to uh the compound
0: uh yeah so so he eventually gets to uh an area near like this decrepit old hotel uh mm-hmm. he 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 meets up with another jimmy this one's wearing a ghillie suit um and then honestly this sequence feels like Kind of gratuitous and underwhelming at the same time. There's, like, some cops there who are yeah. uh, sexually assaulting a young woman at gunpoint. And, like, Henry beats them up and murders them. Yeah. Um, so, like, good on him. But also, I don't know. I feel like this whole bit could be cut. It doesn't, uh... Yeah. I, it didn't really do anything I, for me. If it, it felt
1: a little much. I think it's, like, trying to evoke, like, the whole your move creep scene from Robocop. Uh, mm mm-hmm. I don't think it's as effective, uh... Uh, and, but, like, he takes out the cops, uh... Proving he's a hero, uh... And, uh, I think... I think at this point they're, like... Jimmy leads them to, like, this little apartment that's really nice in, in there and then leads them into, like, the, his lab where he's been, like, doing stuff. And, uh, I think... Right, here we go, uh... Uh, Jimmy established, Jimmy starts to give lore, uh, but first, well, first off, we find out that, uh, apparently Henry had another tracker, and there's going to be a, another whole bunch of mercs coming to, uh, take them out, so Jimmy thinks that, well, like, he's a traitor, which, and they get into a fight, uh... Now, now, I, I, I have to emphasize...
0: Mm-hmm. We should not skip the Jimmy lore. Oh, no, absolutely not. One is, uh, it turns out that Jimmy was a scientist working under ACAN. Mm-hmm. Um The whole project was to develop super-powered, perfectly loyal, like, undead cyborg soldiers. Um, but the original prototypes, they had no memories, they didn't really have higher cognition, and they had no emotional motivation. Uh, so when Jimmy demonstrated them, they were just sort of, like, milling about and attacking whoever got close. Uh, and a snapped his spine for it.
1: Yeah, he snapped his spine, uh, left him to get murdered by these, uh, zombie men. Uh, Mm. and he, uh, uh, so, but eventually Jimmy survives. He reveals that, uh, what, he reveals that, uh, uh, sort of how the clones work, which is, he's got... They're basically extended prosthetics. He's got, like, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of clones of himself that uh, he can control from, like, his cyber wheelchair. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's this... There is a very distinct line uh, that I do want to note, which is him explaining that when you see a disabled man, the first thing you think is, does his dick work? I... I've never thought that. I I have... I mean, I, th- I think that's Jimmy's personal baggage, because mm-hmm. he makes it clear
0: his dick don't work. Yeah, his dick but, don't work. But his prosthetic dicks, they work real good. They do. Uh, um, he, and then we get... <laughs> the second thing I needed to touch on mm-hmm. was... We get an entire dance number with three of his avatars uh, singing, I've got you under my skin. Mm-hmm. Um... Absolute non sequitur, but it's very fun to watch. In part because, like, the Avatars trade off and he's only controlling one at a time. So, like, one will deactivate and fall to the floor and the other will spring back to life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also think um, Jimmy's actor is extremely charismatic. He does a lot of work um, with these different personas. Um, And since Henry is... Mostly silent, and we don't see him um it, I wouldn't say that like Jimmy is the protagonist, but I would say he's the most prominent character and I think uh I think his actor does a really
1: good job with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it It does make me think of another whole like video game thing with like first person protagonists who are silent, so they can't really do anything they, so they've got like a secondary character who sort of lets uh the personality flow through them. Uh, yeah,
0: you know, he's he's gay Cortana.
1: Yes. Uh exactly. Uh and uh unfortunately this like song gets interrupted by uh or er, f- them finding out that Can put a- another tracker in his brain. And he's gonna mm-hmm. he he's like gonna kill uh Henry, but uh uh he he like gets a uh Henry just like bursts out of these restraints he put him in. Uh, and, and
0: and he's, he's fighting all three of, uh, Jimmy's bodies at Mm -hmm. once here, and, like, he'll knock one to the
1: ground, and then another hops up. Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. it, it goes on for a while, he eventually, like, there's, like, a whole crash, and, uh, this, like, fucking, underdeveloped, uh, clone, in the, in the movie's words, a proto-baby, just falls into Henry's arms, it's Mm -hmm. amazing, uh, so, uh, the, uh, so they realize the mercs are almost here. Uh, Henry is eventually able to get through to his head that no, I am not, uh, trying to kill you. I did not betray you. Achan tricked me. Uh, mm-hmm. and they, they, uh, make up and... Begin a big defense attack, or a big yeah. They start to defend the compound. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've got like Gilly Jimmy like joining him to do some sniper shit. Uh, he he does he does try to establish that he's definitely not gay. Uh, uh, then he uh, we we get him like sniping a bunch of vans. They take out Mm -hmm. a bunch of them, and then, uh, he, like, goes limp, uh, anarchist Jimmy comes in, starts fighting guys on the ground, Mm -hmm. uh, and then he, like, blows himself up, uh, sniper Jimmy then goes for the suicide, uh, and, uh, now Henry has to team up with Colonel Jimmy, Uh, Mm -hmm. who's who's like
0: this world war one british officer mm -hmm. um and they they just fight their way to the ground floor um but once they're there they end up like taking this elevator down and it's fun like because they're also bringing actual jimmy's body in the wheelchair with Mm -hmm. them because obviously if if he gets killed he's dead for real yeah um and they get encircled by Akan's men at the bottom, but they manage to escape by blowing up uh, Jimmy's entire like lab slash apartment and creating this like huge storm of smoke and debris.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: uh, and then after they escape, I I really like this sequence after. Oh yeah, because it's like weirdly cozy.
1: Yeah, they're just like driving and like mm-hmm. Henry's helping give directions. It's it's Ma- it's nice
0: the music's also really pleasant in general i i don't think i've mentioned it yet this song, this uh movie has an excellent soundtrack
1: yeah incredible uh uh they go to uh they like eventually there's like this whole bit where like they have to uh like they have to like shake off these guys by like stopping in an alley and taking some dudes out and like do they get into another... They get into one of Akan's vans, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually they reach this, like, very fancy, like, office building with, like, a plaza. Uh, uh, Jimmy checks to see if Akan has spotted them by just, like, shouting into the air, uh, Akan's a fucking pussy. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they... They go in, but as it turns out... Ambush. Uh, uh... They have to, like, fight a whole bunch of dudes... Including another flamethrower guy. Uh, uh... Uh... Henry has to, like, cart around, like... Uh... Actual Jimmy. Uh... Uh... Fucking, uh... Nerd Jimmy takes over... And he's like, oh, I'll hold them off! You go! Uh... And he immediately gets gunned down. Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, and then as, as they
0: make their way uh, into an elevator, by which I mean Henry, Colonel Jimmy, and Jimmy Prime, um, the Colonel and Jimmy's actual body both get shot mm-hmm. fatally, uh, and start to bleed out. Yeah. Uh, they... And, honestly, this is maybe the first, like, genuinely very emotional moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um where Jimmy is like very clear, very clearly like upset that he's not going to make it out alive. But he's working to support Henry. He tells him to, he tells him that like Akan had a memory blocker in mm-hmm. him, um, and he tells him to like trust the memories that are behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as he passes and as Henry like closes his eyes gently and enters the next room. Uh, Akan appears on a video screen to exposit some more, and this is where we start to understand the full plan that he had, Mm -hmm. which is um, we see a montage of every one of his soldiers going through the opening of the movie. Mm -hmm. It's it's always Estelle screwing an arm and a leg on them and saying, she gives them the ring. She says, I love you, Charlie. I love you, Edward. Um, and then while Henry is taking this in, a reveals that he has been in the room. He's right behind Henry. And he's sending the other super soldiers after him. Yeah, and they're all
1: wearing the jumpsuits he put on at the start of the movie. Uh, and he finds out... He, like, is able to, like, fight one who's just, like, this old guy... Uh, it, it is He's he's big though And like th- This fight feels
0: Very visceral And serious mm-hmm. More than the Earlier ones Yeah um, Like they-, they are Both getting some Licks in And eventually When Henry wins uh, With the rest of the army Starting to wake up He like Rips open The uh, dead one's torso And takes out A component To like
1: Repair And upgrade himself Basically mm-hmm. And he, like, fucking puts in the new one, and he's he has to, like, rip open his chest to do it, but he gets powered up, and we get this whole fucking rooftop fight sequence against all of the, like, uh, cyber soldiers. Uh, it, it's great, he, like, out, he's, like, having to, like, jump on people, he's got to, like, hop into like, a little, a little, like, shack area to, like, Uh, throw grenades, he, like, gets them all in there, and he, like, throws another grenade in there to blow them up.
0: Uh, Honestly, I did not like this sequence very much. I think, like, conceptually it's good, but mm -hmm. I think this is the... I would say that this is the only scene in the movie where the first-person point of view is actively detrimental. Because there's a lot of whip pans, and it, like, kind of made me a little sick. I don't really get motion sick often, Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, this got to me. But... More to the point, I think, um, when you have one guy against this big horde, uh, like, encircling him, my personal instinct is like, oh, I want to see him do some cool Jackie Chan shit, where, like, he's, like, kicking two people in either direction at once, or, like, jumping back and forth. And you can't really do that as effectively when
1: you can't view the protagonist from
0: afar, you know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah, I think I understand what you mean. I I I this could have this is definitely a very hard to follow section for mm-hmm. like I I do think like an important thing about like this movie is just like because it's set in first person, all of the uh fight stuff just goes a little harder because you're actually sort of in the protagonist's place. Uh that I do agree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh, eventually he takes them all out, and he's gotta go up against a Uh... But, like,
0: uh, I think, um... At, at one point, like, several of them are getting back up, and he's on the ground, bloody. Uh, and then Don't Stop Me Now happens.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he fucking in double-injects, like, some fucking drugs he found while in the little shed area. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's, he's, like, taking these guys out while Don't Stop Me Now is playing... Uh, and then it cuts hard as, like, Akan stops him. Uh, yep. And starts, like, overwhelming him with his psychic powers. J- yeah, he, he he beats the shit
0: out of him until he blacks out. And then he wakes up to find Akan and Estelle are passionately making out because her whole relationship with Henry was a facade.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, he... He, like, goes out again, and then we get... Oh, hang on. Hang
0: yeah, on. Yeah? First, uh, we do get, like, a little monologue from A-Can. He's talking about how, you know, he's got the combat data. You didn't, you didn't make history. You helped end it. Um, and he kicks him in the gut, and Henry rolls over, and we get the coolest shot of this movie or any other. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is that there is, like, a shard of glass or stainless steel stuck in the ground, and we can see Henry's bloody, miserable face reflected back at us for the first and only time. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I, I, like, I went apeshit over this. Yeah,
1: this rules. And this is when we get the full version of that flashback. Uh Mm -hmm. This old mechanic man, who's his dad, is telling him, "That's what his dad called him." And it was a little pussy, yeah. And he's never going to do that. And he's got to fucking prove himself right. Uh, you can, you, I believe in you, Henry, and I love you. Uh, and uh, I'm never going to call you a pussy. So, and if anyone go does, fucking kick their ass and. His love for his dad uh motivates him into waking up again and fucking taking out Akan by... He, like... Akan, like, is, like, doing so, all this, like, psychic shit where he's, like, floating a whole bunch of stuff around and Henry's, like, jumping...
0: Including his own men's corpses. Yes,
1: yes, and he's, like... Henry's just doing a platforming section as he <laughs> fucking jumps on all this stuff to get to him. Uh
0: It's so good. And then he 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 manages to kill Akan by pulling out his own loose eyeball and using the optic nerve to like garrot his head in half.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize that was his eyeball until just now.
0: It, well yeah, because they, they do the misaligned cameras thing again.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I see now. Okay. Uh uh it, it's very gross uh
0: complimentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then there's a helicopter that's leaving with a cell on it. Henry grabs uh, the top half of Akan's head and leaps onto it. Uh, Mm. He shows it to her and she starts having a breakdown. She asks how he could do it to her. And because he still can't talk, he just uh, slaps some blood on the wall of the helicopter. And he writes E-Z
1: with his finger. Mm Mm-hmm
0: it's it's so good,
1: yeah, and then they eventually he like knocks her down uh and she's hanging on the side of this helicopter, and she's begging him to let she begs him to bring him back bring her back up and just she says, listen to your heart mm-hmm. and that's that's her mistake because when you
0: when you are in action movie, don't say that if you're the villain, mhm- never never do that if you're the villain
1: yeah and he slams the door shut on her and she falls to her death off screen and that's how immediate the movie ends immediate cut to
0: credits yeah it's so fucking good mm-hmm. L- listen i n- i know i mentioned that like i think the back third of this movie does i wouldn't say drag per se because it keeps up a good clip i i do think uh i was losing steam with it a little bit but like this whole ending sequence is perfect mm mm-hmm. mhm I I I don't think I've ever seen any action
1: movie that ended like this beautifully. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh it's so fucking good. I I will say uh this was made in 2015 or so. I I think the ending of this movie predicted the sigma male mindset. <laughs> uh. uh So anyways, <laughs> Uh, let's, that's the movie, uh, very good, uh, I'm going to, I'm gonna rate it. I, I, I think, now, this isn't based on a video game, so adaptation's a little strange, so, when I say adaptation, I'm going to say, uh, adapting the concept of a first-person shooter in general to film, and I give this Mm -hmm. a five out of five.
0: Fully agreed Yeah It's very obvious like That that's where it's drawing a little A lot of it's inspiration from But I think it Mm -hmm. does I think it does an astonishingly good job Of like Clearly taking and using those genre conventions While still making In engaging And like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the right word The closest I can think of is uh, Sensible Yeah This This is a movie that has sense
1: make Right Uh, so, uh, uh, I think as a film, I, I'm gonna give it a 4 out of 5. It is a really good action movie, but it's also too much action movie. It's not even, like, very long, necessarily. It's just, it's all action, and I think it's, I think it needs to, like, it needed a little bit more slowdown, a little... Uh, it needs some, like, stuff to cool you down between the fights.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I would also give it a 4 out of 5 um, yeah. for pretty much the same reason. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot, but it's good. A lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh... That's, that's the movie. Um, let's... Let's see. I'm gonna check if we got any questions. Uh, on Twitter, we just got some people... Uh, just talking about how they felt about the film Uh, on Discord. Let me see. I think we got a couple. Yes. Okay. Uh, First question from Kitty Cat Herder. Uh, What's a favorite action game that isn't mainstream, even potentially something picked up in a bargain bin, that you grew to enjoy as a kid? Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think of games I played as a teenager and, like, the one thing coming to mind that would fit is to hearken back to the beginning of our discussion, uh, Saints Row Two. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just overall a solid film or solid game that uh, I think ha- draws some like really good inspiration from like uh, '80s and '90s action films. Uh, like I. I, that's it's still one of my all time favorite video games. I got it for cheap at a pawn shop. Uh, it's it's a that's probably the game I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, I'm I'm looking through
0: my old Steam library as well, seeing mm-hmm. if there's uh anything that sticks out to me. Honestly, you know what I remember uh, really loving mm-hmm. when I was a kid was um. I don't know if I would say this isn't mainstream, per se, but do you remember Destroy All Humans?
1: Oh, yes, yes, I know. Uh, Loved that game as a yeah. kid. I, I gotta say, I played uh, the remake of the original game when it came out. I think the remake does a lot to, impro- to improve it by giving it this like very distinct... I guess I would describe it as a Mad Magazine-esque art style... Uh, I, okay, yeah, Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it's got, it's got, like, this sort of, like, sort of very goofy, uh, faux-nostalgic, uh, retro art style. It's really cool. Uh, it, it really, like, just enhances the feel of everything. Uh. Uh. Let's see. The, the, uh, the next question from, uh, Violet, uh, could Henry the Hardcore hang out with other video game characters and have a chill time? Uh, yeah, I think he could. Depends. I. This is making me think of like when I see like fandom posts, just like all the like classic FPS shooter protagonists hanging out. And then, yeah, he would be. He would be hanging out with Gordon Freeman and Doom Guy. Yes, Absolutely. exactly. They just sort of just be hanging out together in a, a fucking text chat and uh, just. Tweet Posting emojis at each other until Duke Nukem comes in to fucking ruin everything. Uh, What's
0: up, douchebags? uh, I have weird ideas about masculinity because I haven't had a successful game in a decade. Mm. It's probably more than that. Oh my god, wait, when did
1: Duke Nukem Forever come out? Hang on. Duke Nukem Forever, I think, came out in like... Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah, it's been eleven years <laughs> since Duke Nukem Forever came oh, out.
0: Holy shit!
1: That feels. Oh, that feels wrong. When was it first announced? It uh, was okay. I think it was. I think it took. It was like thirteen years, eleven or twelve years okay. after the announcement.
0: the The first uh the first Duke Nukem Forever trailer was in May nineteen ninety eight. So mm-hmm. that was a difference of 13 years. Yep. Uh, in in uh, two years, we will have lived longer with Duke Nukem forever than anticipating it.
1: Mm hmm. Incredible. Incredible. Da da da. I guess. I guess the only Duke Nukem thing we have now is. Well. Th- the, just the uh, people finding the unfinished one from the early 2000s. Uh, Listen, the
0: only Duke Nukem thing that matters is at Quotes of Duke.
1: Yes, at Quotes of Duke and Gianni Montregrano reading them all. Uh, very good. <laughs> I I was... I think I mentioned this uh, on the podcast before, but like... I, I, I played a bit of Duke Nukem 3D a few months ago and... I was just constantly thinking of quotes of Duke. Time to watch a porn film. They're out of Snapple at the Walgreens. I, those alien bastards upper-deckered me. Stuff like that.
0: <laughs> uh, but back to Henry, I think in addition to like hanging out with other uh, FPS characters, I think, I think uh, he would enjoy tinkering with things. Yeah. He seems like the type.
1: Yeah. I, you know, he, he he was pretty good at unfucking his weird cyborg body. Mm-hmm. Uh I yeah, he would have a fun time hanging out with some like Oh, he's gonna hang out with Steve from Minecraft. Uh mm. Uh so uh if you've played Payday two, how do you feel about Jimmy after seeing this movie? Uh I I think I actually talked about this at the start, which is I kinda of, I kind of wish there were... You could... There was other Jimmies in the game other than, like, Cocaine Jimmy. Uh... Mm-hmm. Coke Jimmy is fun in Payday 2. I think he's a... He's great to play as. Just because he's... Just because, like, compared to the other ones, he's just fucking losing his shit all 24-7. But... It would be fun to see, like, Nerd Jimmy or Colonel Jimmy.
0: I, I would love to have, uh, Anarchist Punk Jimmy in
1: there Oh, as well. yeah. He's great. Uh... Dark Wizard James Mason asks, Favorite FPS to play on a console? Uh, I, I, I'm thinking about it. I guess by default for me it's Fallout New Vegas because I did like four or five playthroughs on the Xbox 360 way back when. Uh...
0: I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've ever played an FPS on a console and enjoyed myself. Fair enough,
1: yeah. I think it's... The FPS just works the best with a mouse and keyboard. I I... mean,
0: for me, it's mostly... There's only a few FPSs I ever, like, really liked. And Mm. also think of as FPSs. Like I don't know, I don't really think of the Fallout games as FPSs, even though they are. Just because, like, the RPG stuff is central. And I usually played those games with a melee build. Right, right. Um... But, like, TF2, I always play it on PC. Unreal Tournament, I always play it on PC. Yeah. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I think as soon as I actually got to experience playing an FPS on a PC with a mouse and keyboard, I never wanted to play an FPS any other way. Uh, I think, think, yeah, New Vegas is just the one that happened to... I happened to own before I had a computer computer that could run a modern fps uh space robot uh emery asks uh if you were wearing a gopro what is the coolest possible thing you could film yourself doing Hmm.
0: now i i just want to clarify how we're answering this question mm-hmm are we using the general yourself, like, the coolest thing somebody could film themselves doing? Or are we referring to us specifically? Because I don't think I could do much cool physical shit, I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm... <laughs> you know I... <laughs> I I am not very agile, mm-hmm. and I am only, like, somewhat strong, which I feel limits my opportunities.
1: I'm, I'm just gonna become one of those YouTubers who films themselves walking through urban areas in first person. Uh... Maybe I'll just like get on a train, and you can experience the 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 joys of riding a train while in first person. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, listen, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do think those things are cool. I I like one of the ones. I like the ones just like uh, my mom got really into ones going through New York. Uh, I've seen some ones where it's like going through Harajuku and like parts of Japan and Tokyo. I think that's cool. Uh, yeah. that That's all our questions. Uh, did you have anything in mind for next month? Because if not, I'm thinking a Pokemon film. I'm down for Pokemon. Alright. Uh, hmm. T- I was thinking two options on the ends of the scale of recency. And both of them feature Mewtwo. So, do you want to do uh, Pokemon the first movie? Or... Uh, Detective Pikachu. Ooh! Um,
0: I'm thinking Pokemon the first movie. But I do want to do Detective Pikachu at some point.
1: Yeah, I know someone who has asked to guest on Detective Pikachu. And I will invite them on when the time comes. So, uh, next month, uh, get ready for Pokemon the first movie. Uh, uh, that... That brings us to a close, so let's do some plugs. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me on Twitter at at BiggerChallenge. You can find uh, my... You can find uh, my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, That's... uh, We just started up on Season 4 of GX, which is the the season that never got its 4Kids dub. Uh, You can... Uh, you can listen to the Sonic Shuffle, which is on hiatus in terms of recordings, but in terms of uploads, I'm starting to, uh, upload episodes again. I've got a couple in the pipe. Uh, look forward to the next episode that's going up after this recording, which is, uh, me, uh, Morgan Devin going through a ninety CYOA, uh, that, that was from the UK where uh, you had like a character sheet. Uh, that, that's, that's gonna be a real fun episode. Uh, you can listen to, uh, uh, let's see, what was the fucking third one I was gonna list off? Uh, I, I always, I've got like, I always forget what the third one is. Uh, but anyways, uh, uh, it's not this one. That's the one I usually list off. Let me think real quick. Uh, I'll cut this out. Uh, uh, I don't. Hmm. Hang on. Wait, I think that is it. Okay. Um. Hang on. The fuck was the third pod? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll put it in post. Uh, you can also listen to, or yeah, you. Uh, where else can you find me? You can find me at, at Xbox underscore Holiday, where usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, happy Queen Elizabeth II death day, Xbox. Uh <sighs> people and, are being so weird about that, and I'm so sorry
0: for anyone who lives in England yeah,
1: I, and is normal. hmm mm-hmm. Uh the uh uh that's I think that's it for me, so uh uh Maxie, you, you go ahead.
0: Sure thing. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Max Knightly, that's M A X K N I G H T L E Y. Um I make music, usually I'll upload that there, uh, and, you know, if this video game stuff I'm working on goes anywhere, I'm probably gonna be uploading development updates there as well. Um, other than that, I'm on one podcast that's currently recording, and that is Eidolon Play Test. It is an actual play podcast where we are testing out a system, it draws a lot of inspiration from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and Persona, uh, it's all about psychic battles and hanging out with your bros, um... As of this recording, we have finished the character creation apps for Season 3, uh, which is going to be on Disco and on Ska. This is a brand new setting, brand new story, uh, excellent jumping on point, if you have not listened to the show before. Can't recommend it enough. I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, those episodes should be going up in the next few weeks. So, uh,
1: yeah, check those out if you get a chance. All right. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter, uh, at VGTMTP. You can find us, uh, on Noisespace.xyz. Uh, Noisespace.xyz is a, uh, it is a podcast network with a lot of good shows on it, uh, including one that, uh, you are on that just went on there, uh, Draining the Swamp, uh, uh, you can listen to some other good podcasts. Uh, I highly, highly recommend Zero to Zero. Uh, they just they uh, went. They just finished going through uh, the Catwoman film uh, from two thousand four, starring Halle Berry. Uh, you can listen to uh, Special Grade Snacks, which is about snack foods, or Digimon Ghost Games, which is about the current Digimon series. Uh, uh let's see. Oh. Here's something, uh, in like a week or so, I'm going to be on a podcast that Emery is, that Emory runs called, uh, We Rate Queer Bait, which is, uh, centered around, uh, perceived or otherwise non-existent, uh, queer relationships in pop culture. I'm going to be on with, uh, Morg to talk about Sonic X. And the very weirdly homoerotic season 2 finale. Uh, uh, that's, that's it for me. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. So, uh, until next time, I'm Dan. I'm Maxie. And this ain't no game. Two, Good night. Four, one, two, <whispering Fuji noises>